Thank you for making time with us as we seek to glorify God in our lives, as we seek to grow close to Him, as we seek to be His witnesses here on earth. I want to remind you of one important thing, that this is your opportunity of uh, making that uh, very important message known to your friends, to your neighbors, to the rest of the world. Because when we get to heaven, there is no more time for us. There is no need actually for us to continue to be sharing our faith. Because we would have uh, uh, been in the presence of Jesus forever and ever. And those who do not know him will be uh, face the judgment of, of God. And I don't think you want to, to see your friends, your loved ones, even anyone on this earth facing that. We have been looking at how we can bear fruits as children of God, how we can bear fruits of character, and how we can bear fruits of soul winning. How can we go out there and continue with the great commission of Jesus to be his witnesses, to share the message of his love, to share the message of he coming onto this earth and dying for the salvation of the world. That is what I want us to continue to learn from. And I've been trying to help us, especially bringing out these messages in the context of our Western world where we live. And I'm praying that as we learn from how Jesus did it, we will be able to pick important notes that will motivate us and encourage us to continue to share our faith. Today, I want to look at another character in the, in the, in the Bible, a very popular uh, figure, especially for those of us who oh, had the opportunity of being brought up in Sunday school and how um, we were taught about, uh, told about this story of uh, uh, Zacchaeus. It's, it's kind of a, a story that we read and yet we just look at this as a children's story. Yet God had an important message, a very powerful message that he wants us to learn from this particular um, uh, passage. So as we share it together, I just pray that you will open your spirit to the Lord and, and, and that he will speak to you and use this message to encourage you and motivate you to be a witness for him. So let's, let's bow down our heads, let's pray, let's uh, commit this time into the hands of God and invite the Holy Spirit to be our teacher. Lord, we surrender to your will. I surrender myself to you. I pray that your anointing will overflow and your conviction will come upon your children. You will motivate us, make us instruments and vessels of honor to your name. In Jesus' name I pray. Oh, hallelujah. Sharing our faith is not an easy thing, especially for those of us who live in this Western world. When I used to live in Africa and involved in church planting, it was something that, you know, comes out of you without you even sitting down to think about it. You meet somebody on the street and sharing about your faith is such a, an easy thing to, to do. People are open to the message of the gospel. Visiting people at home, not in the context of how others do it, like the Jehovah's Witnesses, but just going to visit a stranger in their home and 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 telling them you want to share about uh, a message about about Jesus, and they are open to it. I mean, going to the marketplaces. I still remember some of the very you know. Um, uh, uh, steps that I took in sharing the message of the gospel talk about uh, happen crusades in, in communities, in neighborhoods and telling people about Jesus talk about big crusades in, in, in a park 
and inviting a, a whole city to come and, and witness and hear the message of the gospel. You know, go traveling in buses um, from place to place and, and sharing the message of the gospel in the bus with people whom you do not know who are traveling and people were open to it and they received Jesus and you encourage them to continue wherever they, uh, uh, they live to find a Bible-believing church and to continue to fellowship with other believers. These are things that will be unheard of in this part of the world in Canada, will be unheard of in, in Winnipeg. I would need a police uh, permit to go and do a crusade. People, you cannot just get up and do it as we, we did it back back in, in my country, Ghana. I remember Don Brockers, early in the morning, 4 a.m., 5 a.m., you get up and go to people's neighborhood with loudspeaker and preach the gospel. And people wake up from bed and come and give their life to Jesus and go back to bed again. And it's just, it just such a different world that we live in. So I'm trying my, my best to help us in our context here in this world and world, and if wherever you may be listening to this message, to see that God can continue to use you for the spread of his uh, uh, message of salvation, for, to let the world come to taste the love of God. So let's look at uh, this passage today. We are going to look at another character in the Bible about um, this man called Zacchaeus, a story that you would have probably heard if you grew up in Sunday school that um, this story was told about this uh, short man who came and looked for Jesus. And we can find this in Luke chapter 19. I want us to uh, read uh, this passage and then I'm just going to give you a little background of it and, and, and also uh, possibly give us a few lessons that can help us in our practical way to share our faith without any anything any hindrances to share our faith in, in the similar way that jesus did with this man so zacchaeus is is the guy that we are talking about in luke chapter 19 we are looking at it from verses 1 through to verse 10 jesus entered jericho and was passing through and a man was there by the name zacchaeus he was a chief tax collector and was wealthy he wanted to see who Jesus was, but because he was short, he could not see over the crowd. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore fig tree to see him. Since Jesus was coming that way, when Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. So he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. All the people saw this and began to murder, to begin to murmur, to begin to talk about themselves. He has gone to be the guest of a sinner. But Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, here and now I give half of my possessions to the poor. And if I have cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because this man too is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. Hallelujah. Let's go to the story. And let me just uh, briefly try to take you into what was happening. Jesus was going about from place to place and preaching the gospel and teaching about the message of the good news and salvation through him. 
And he happened at this very time to be passing through uh, Jericho. That is what the passage tells us. Jesus was passing through Jericho and uh, a crowd, a large crowd who had heard him and seen him perform miracles and also heard his message um, began to follow him. There was this large crowd that we are not told about the number of people, but the Bible describes it as a very large crowd. And um, among these people were, uh, was actually Zac Zacchaeus, a man who has also been hearing about Jesus and seeking for a way of meeting him. And when, as he heard Jesus passing by, he decided to drop everything that he was doing. I'm not sure what his business on that day was. Probably he was going from house to door, door to door, uh, I mean from house to house and door to door and, and, and telling people, collecting the taxes of people. And, and then he heard that Jesus was passing by. So he drops everything and decided that he wanted to find uh, uh, Jesus. He wanted to see him, just have a glimpse of him. And, and see who this man is that everybody is talking about. Who is this man is that is healing and touching people. Unfortunately for him, his height didn't favor him. He um, gets to where Jesus was and realizes that there was a large crowd. The crowd was so thick that he couldn't find his way to go to where Jesus was to see him. So he decided that he will put himself in the situation that very few people will put themselves. He wanted to uh, do at all costs see Jesus. So he began to run. He began to run ahead of the crowd and, and went ahead of the crowd and, and happened to see a, a second fig tree. And then he decided that no matter what it is, I am going to see Jesus today. Oh, brethren, how I wish that. This zeal, this passion will, uh, of wanting to know more about Jesus will be your passion, will be your desire, will, will be your motivation to want to see him no matter what it is, to want to get to know him no matter how, what it takes, you will want to make every effort to see Jesus. Hallelujah. May that be your hunger today as you hear the word of God, that God will speak to your heart, will minister to you, will reveal himself to you, will make himself real to you so that you will desire to know him and so that you can make him better known. When Jesus happened to get to where Zacchaeus was, he noticed him on the tree. And those are some of the lessons that I want to share with you today. Jesus is noticing you no matter where you are, no matter what your situation is, no matter what may your surrounding will be. Jesus is noticing your hunger if you are seeking to know him. Jesus noticed him and that brings about his deity. The fact that he knows you more than, he knows me more than I even can imagine because he created you. He made you into the image of God. And Jesus saw Zacchaeus on this tree. Call him by name. Zacchaeus. 
This is a man that Jesus had never met, or Zacchaeus had never met Jesus, but Jesus knew him by name. Let me tell you, brothers and sisters, Jesus knows you by your name. He knows your, your need. He knows your situation. He understands your problem, and he desires to save you and redeem you. He desires that just like he called Zacchaeus, he desires to dine with you, to be with you. That is why in Revelation 3 verse 20, he was telling the church, I stand at the door of your heart and I am knocking. If anyone will hear my voice and open the door for me, I will come in and I will dine with you. I will live with you. I will abide with you. Jesus wants to do that in your life. He's seeking you and he's seeing your tears. He's seeing the cry of your heart. And he's saying that, son, daughter, if only you will open your heart to me, I am willing to come in. Jesus did one of the very uh, strength and he requested to be with Zacchaeus. To be with him, to, to dine with him, to live, to go to his house and be with him. Oh, hallelujah. That is how far Jesus will go in order to have your attention, to draw you close to himself. And the Bible tells us that Zacchaeus didn't hesitate. He came down and he took Jesus to his house and he made a meal and he, he took care of him. He accommodated Jesus and the disciples in his house. Whilst all these things were was going on, the Bible tells us that the crowd began to talk among themselves, to mama, to speak among themselves and point fingers and say, look at Jesus. He claims to be a righteous person. And yet look at him. He's hanging out with sinners. He's, he's, he's doing things with the people that he's not supposed to do uh, things with. He's, he's eating in the house of somebody that everybody knows him as a bad person. And let me tell you, brothers and sisters, that is exactly how your life may be. Maybe the world is running away from you because of your reputation. Maybe the world is running away from you because of your situation, the things that you are doing that, that the world doesn't like. But let me tell you, there's no one that Jesus cannot save and does not want to associate with. He wants to be with you even in your situation. That is why the Bible says, come to me, all of you who are weary, who are tired, who are burdened, come to me and I will give you rest. Jesus wants to come to your situation. He wants to attend to your situation. He wants to attend to your very situation right now. And he wants you to understand that no matter how burdened, no matter how the world looks at you, he wants to meet you at your very need. Hallelujah. Would you open your heart to Christ? Would you open your heart to him and let him redeem you? And let him come into your life. Just like as uh, he invited Zacchaeus, he, he gave Zacchaeus that opportunity. Say, I want to come and be with you in your home. Even though the world doesn't uh, like you, you don't have friends because of the life that you are living. Yes, I love you and I want to come and I want to be with you. Let me tell you, God loves you. Sister, brother, God loves you and he wants to do something um, in your life. The Bible says that the, the Zacchaeus during the time of Jesus' visitation 
was convicted about his sin, was convicted about his life, was convicted about the things that he did. And he stood up and he made a confession that if he had cheated anybody, he wants to pay them back four times. If he had done something that was wrong, he wants to give back the very things that he had taken from people. And that is what repentance means. Repentance means you are turning away completely from your old life and turning towards God and seeking the will and the desires of God in your life. That is what repentance does. Repentance transforms you. The Bible says that if anyone is in Christ, you are a new person. Your old things, the things that you did in the past are all gone. And Zacchaeus noticed that. He wanted not just to confess Christ, but to make sure that he lives a life that honors and glorifies him. You have been a believer, but it's your life. Is your life. Does your life reflect who Jesus is? Does your life make him known? Does your life make him um, uh, uh, have a first place in your life? Does your life really uh, make you want to put him ahead of everything? Make you want to lose something, to give up something so that you can know God better in your life. Zacchaeus did that. He says, look, yes, I, I, have, I have made money from cheating people. But from this time on, I want to give it all up. I want to give it all up. I want to make sure that anybody that I, I have cheated, I pay them back. Hallelujah. This man Zacchaeus. Why is he so important? And how does this life that he lived speak to us? The passage tells us about who he was. He was a Jewish man. And at the time, because the Jews and the Romans did not agree with each other, the Romans had come and conquered and taken um, uh, control of the Jewish land. And, uh, and they were... Take, making sure that whatever they could do to get even taxes from the from the Jews, they did that. And being a Jew, Zacchaeus was supposed not to work with the Romans, but he chose to go and and work uh, with the Romans and went back with the Roman authority to the very Jews to take their taxes to be given to the Romans, um, which the Jews didn't like. And that is one of the reasons why Zacchaeus was not liked by the people. He worked with the Romans to collect taxes for the Jew, uh, for, uh, from the Jews. He had no good testimony as a result of that. In the midst of all that, so if anybody lived in, in a particular area of where Zacchaeus lived in, in Jericho, and heard his name, probably they began to run because Maybe they don't have uh, the, 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 the money to pay the Romans. And so they, nobody liked him. If anybody saw him in public, everybody frowned and everybody ran away from him because he was not only a Jew, but he, they saw him as somebody who was a traitor. He was betraying his own people because he was working on behalf of the Jews. But in the midst of all this, 
there was a void in his heart. There was something that was missing, which he saw and found that he could only find in Jesus. There was something that was empty in Zacchaeus' life. And that is what was making him to be yearning. He was hungry. He, the Bible tells us that he became a wealthy man as a result of cheating people and, and taking what did not belong to him. And that created that emptiness. He had everything that the world at that time had. Yet, he was empty. You may be uh, uh, rich. You may have everything. You may have a big possession. But let me tell you, that emptiness that you still have in your heart, it can only be filled by God and the love of God that is found in Jesus. You may have everything that you, you think about, that the world can, can give. But you do not have the very thing that can assure you of eternal glory. And Zacchaeus was somebody who was a seeker. He was seeking to fill this gap, to fill this, this emptiness in him. His steps to get to know Jesus tells us of his humility. Because most rich people, not many rich people, will go around and see a prominent person coming and want to climb a tree in order to find him. They want to pay money. They want to use their, their position to get to whatever they want to get in society. But Zacchaeus knew that. The only way that he can see Jesus was to, to humble himself, climb up a tree, and look stupid in the eyes of people and so that he will be able to find the, the solution to the emptiness in his heart. Are you willing to take any step, to go any far, so that you will meet Jesus? We live in a world today that as soon as we, things begin to become better and good for us, that is when we turn away from God. Well, here was a man who demonstrated humility. He didn't let his height as a short man become an excuse for him. The Bible's description or history description of Zacchaeus says that he was about 10 feet 4 inches. Sorry, uh, 4 feet 10 inches. It's such a man and in a big crowd following Jesus. There was no way that he could uh, actually see him. But one thing that we see about Zacchaeus is that even his height, his wealth, his, his, uh, all the possessions he had did not stop him from making sure that the most important thing in life, that is knowing God, was something that he will seek to find and to make, um, uh, uh, you know, uh, to, be, to make part of his life. The tree that Zacchaeus went to climb Brethren, was not that of a small tree. The sycamore fig trees or sycamore trees were very large trees. We don't know how large this particular tree that he climbed was. But I tell you, as a short man as he was, it was a struggle to get to where he could sit on a branch and just have a glimpse of who Jesus was he wanted to make every effort to take every step so that he could have just a clear vision of who jesus was he never knew that jesus even will, will, will bother about him 
You know, he never thought that Jesus would even show any interest in him. And yet still, he did everything to find him. There were so many reasons why Jesus shouldn't have even thought about having a relationship with Jesus or with Zacchaeus or even talking to him. There was there were so many reasons, such as you know, his appearance. Many frowned on Zacchaeus just because of the way he looks. Are you feeling that same way in life? That because of your looks, people, you feel that the world doesn't like you. But Jesus loves you and he wants to reach out to you. He wants to come to your salvation. Every, um, uh, whatever your situation in life is, God loves you and he wants to redeem you. Jesus shouldn't have associated with him because of his occupation. As a tax collector, Jesus was a Jew, just like Zacchaeus was a Jew. And the rest of the Jews didn't like him because he was working with the Romans. But again, even that particular occupation was not a hindrance. I don't know what your occupation is. Maybe your occupation is so bad that it's rather destroying society and destroying the lives of many people. In that very uh, situation, God loves you if you will turn your heart to him. You know, Jesus shouldn't have a, a associated himself with this man because he had a bad reputation in society. And yet that was not a reason for preventing him from inviting Zacchaeus and, and going to be with Zacchaeus in his house and, and dining with him. Today, Jesus wants to dine with you, no matter what your situation is. Hallelujah. There were many reasons why Jesus wanted to be with Zacchaeus. The first is that he came purposely for people like that. He came to seek and to save the lost. John chapter 10 verse 10. He came so that you will obtain salvation. He came so that you will come to be redeemed and have eternal assurance and have eternal life. That is the very reason Jesus came for Zacchaeus. He came to seek and to save the Lord. Look at verse 10 of the passage. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. You who do not know Jesus, he came for you. He came so that you will also obtain this salvation. You will also come to taste and to see that our God is good. Hallelujah. That is what he wants to do in your life. Would you make him open that door for him to come to, um, to, into your life? Jesus had interest in Zacchaeus because of his eagerness for the gospel, because of his eagerness to, to have more of, of Jesus. Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 13 tells us that you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. Are you seeking Jesus with everything that is within you? Are you seeking Christ with every everything that is within your heart? Jesus had interest in him because of the readiness of his heart. Of he, was, he wanted to find something that was going to um, fill this void in his heart. 
he he Jesus was wanting to have interest in him because he had a heart that was a heart that is seeking to repent and turn away from everything. Your eagerness for God will make God to come after you. Luke 19 verse 8, but Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, here and now I give half of my possessions to the poor. And if I have cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. Hallelujah. I have taken from people and I want to give back. That desire of uh, to repent, to change from our old life, that was what was in Zacchaeus. And that is what Jesus saw. Today in your life, I'm not sure how, how, how the, the, the hunger that you have, the desire you have to seek to know Jesus and to surrender uh, um, your life to him. If you will um, just recognize that emptiness in you, Jesus will meet you and he will uh, bless you and he will come and dine with you and he will come and live with you and he will come and and uh, and cleanse you from all the sins the things that hinders you from getting to know him would you be like a Zacchaeus today where you will take uh, every step you will do everything just to get to know Jesus Will it be like a Zacchaeus who will humble yourself, who will, who will make sure that no matter what the world is thinking about you, you want to see God. You want to get to know him so that you can better make him known to the world. You know, for you who wants to be a witness, there are lots of lessons that I'll bring to you about the reasons why we can learn from Zacchaeus' life and be able to uh, continue to be passionate about sharing our faith. I'll bring this to you in our next message. And I pray that the Spirit of God will minister to you and reveal himself to you so that you will continue to know him, to seek him, and make him better known to the rest of the world. I pray that the hunger of Zacchaeus, the desire of Zacchaeus, that mm, awareness of wanting to fill that gap that is in your heart that will rise in you today if you are somebody that desires and god has called you and and the love of god is in you and you are a believer think about how jesus loved a man who was not liked by the society and want to be a witness uh, somebody that shares your faith with these uh, individuals remember what jesus says go into the world i mean he meant the whole world and preach the gospel and make disciples of all nations and let people come to hear the message of salvation would you be that witness would you be that one that want to share this message of salvation remember that without jesus in the life of people they are walking dead on this earth and they will be dying and when they appear before the throne of, of, of God and I mean eternal death you don't want your neighbor you don't want your friend you don't want your loved one to experience this I pray that today you will rise up you will give your life to Jesus and make him the Lord and the Savior of your life 
if you want to do that right now, I want to pray with you. I want to uh, uh, invite uh, you to invite Jesus into your heart and make him the Lord and Savior of your life. Will you just say, Jesus, come into my life today and make me one of your children and cleanse me and wash me from all my sins and accept me as your child. The Bible says that if you have prayed that prayer, God will come into your life. He will redeem you and he will make you one of his children. Hallelujah. Thank you for making, praying this prayer. Maybe you are wondering, how can I go and tell others about Jesus? Think about how Jesus met this man who was not accepted by society. Think about your friends. Think about your neighbors. And think about the fact that without Jesus in their life, they are not going to have salvation. You are not going to see them again when they pass from this world. But if they have Jesus, you are going to live in eternity with them. Would you reach out to these ones and bring the message of Jesus to them? Hallelujah. There is more we can learn from Zacchaeus in our next message. And I look forward to sharing that time with you. God, I thank you for this time, and I pray for your church. Continue to bless us, guide us. I pray for your children. Anyone listening to this message, convict us and make us witnesses for you now and forevermore. Amen. Amen. God bless you.